This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Have you been struggling lately? Maybe you're having trouble sleeping, difficulty with the relationship, or just suffering from self-doubt. Now, y'all know there's no shame in my game, and life has been lifing lately. Trying to manage the priorities of being a wife, mom, friend, and full-time entrepreneur, it can get overwhelming. If this sounds like you, then BetterHelp wants to help you today. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to a therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There are over 20,000 therapists in BetterHelp's network, which gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. How cool is that? Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. You can also request a new therapist anytime at no additional charge. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced therapist from BetterHelp. There's a special offer to the Slaying Self-Doubt podcast listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash slang. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash slang, S-L-A-Y-I-N-G. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Y'all, so if you've been following me for a while and if you have been on any of these lives, Patrice is also somebody that when I hit her up and be like, hey, would you mind doing something for me? She'd be like, sure, tell me what time. So I'm always grateful, first of all, for you always saying yes whenever I ask you whether or not you would join me on live or doing an interview or anything, whatever it is. So I'm, I'm always grateful when people be like, sure, yeah, I'll do it. I'll be like, oh, I always think it's an inconvenience. That's just, that'd be my thing. Like, that'd be <laughs> me in my own head. Um, but I'm so glad that we I want to talk about this, especially because I think, I want to say, like, maybe it was last, no, January, you were doing some series yourself, some IG series where you would give people some information. And I was like, yes, Patrice. Patrice is always ready to be be the part yeah she is thank you always always. um and so i was like oh yeah like me and patrice gonna do this and then i was like god gave me something else and i was like okay hold on one second i'm like i already got it we got it and we can come together today so thank you so much again um i'm gonna allow you to uh introduce yourself to the people okay well i am like you said i am patrice murphy owner and trainer of curves and games fitness um, Curves and Games is a whole company. We do health and wellness as a whole, um, from coaching, fitness coaching, just working on an entire whole lifestyle, not just the physical, the mental as well. Of course, I do personal training, um, and I do fitness classes where you and I met. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, so actually, I just finished class. So I'm like, Ooh. So I was like, oh, well, look at the dedication though. Wet on the brow, like. Right. Like 
you know, I know for me, I had mentioned earlier, like when you get a little older, you know, you start to learn things about your body after you had kids, when you, like, right. the weight don't come off the way it used to, right. like, I used to just be like, I'm going to lose 10 pounds, and then, boop, it'd be gone, right? Right, now, right. Like, I kind of work even harder, and I have Super to do different stuff, right? Like, I can't just be on the elliptical and think it's just supposed to fall off of me, right? Like, it, that don't happen. Now, it's like, you want me to lift a weight? How, how, how many pounds? Like, what? What exactly am I supposed to be doing? So today, I really want to talk about that. Um, and so I want to talk to you first and ask you, why is physical wellness so important? Um, well, I'm going to answer that in two ways. It's extremely important to me. I um, come from a family that has a huge history of heart disease, any heart condition you can name. My mom's side has had it from stroke. Mm to um, one of my uncles actually has a pacemaker in his chest, like there's a lot, high blood pressure, all of those things on my mother's side. Yeah. My father, on the contrary, um, there's a lot of respiratory issues. I've lost um, two family members to lung cancer, um, mm. asthma really significant, and my mother's a nurse. So your physical well-being, just as I was raised with how I was taught, that was always like super, super important. I tell people all the time, a lot of clients I meet, they like, oh, I have diabetes because it runs in my family or I have this because it runs in my family. Yes, you're more susceptible, but you don't have to have it. Your yeah. habits can kind of contribute to what that happens part. with you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So for me, um, just on a personal note, it is super, super important because I knew I, my exposure to those things is based on my DNA. Like, you know, the cards that I was dealt for like a better yeah. word. It was high for me to be able to fall into one of those, even though I do have asthma. A lot of people wouldn't believe that as much as I exercise, but no, that's I what. Definitely. That's why. <laughs> no, right, exactly. You can't right. do that. But just in an overall space, um, there's so many contributing factors that kind of become layered when you don't take care of your physical being. Um, mm. You know, everybody likes the saying, like, you feel good when you look good, right? So touching on what you mentioned before, as far as the emotional part of it, if you're not feeling good about yourself physically, it kind of trickles down into like an emotional space. And I was having a um, conversation with a client earlier, just in the space of dating, like you don't have confidence because of the physical. So the physical well-being all the way around, not just how you look, but how you feel, kind of yeah. it becomes a, a snowball if you neglect yeah. it or let it go. Yeah. No, yeah, that's so important. And I think that um what you said that like the fact that um stuff is hereditary, right? Mm -hmm. And we hear all the time, you know, generational curses, generational Absolutely. curses. And we always talk about we breaking generational mm -hmm. curses. And and sometimes I be like, but some stuff is a choice, right? You choose what you put on your plate. That's you the unpopular opinion right see, there. Right, yeah. You choose. If you see that this is happening and you see the results of the things that are happening, especially when you know that they're negative things, right? Like if you, like you said, when you know that, you know, heart disease runs in your family, like you're more susceptible to it, then why would you choose to eat foods that would make that 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 uh, percentage higher, right? Correct. Because it's going to, it may happen. Right, because right. we don't know, right? We mm -hmm. could happen, it could not happen, but we choose whether or not we do that. And I think that's important because a lot of times I've seen it because you know my background is in healthcare, where people just like this, just it, it is what it is, right? Right. This is how I was raised. I'm gonna just take these pills. I'm gonna take the medicine. And especially when you talk about like diabetes, a lot of people don't even know diabetes is reversible. Right. Like and all it takes. Don't even get me on that soapbox because <laughs> I can go in. Oh, yeah. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's the unpopular opinion people don't want to hear. And yeah. then because, to your point of the generational, it's like you have been exposed to your whole family always on medication, always having to check, you know, their sugar, always, grandma did it, my mom did it, my auntie yeah. does it. So naturally, I guess I'm supposed to as well. Right. So people right. kind of develop some level of normalcy with things that, like you said, can be reversible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and so I think it's, I think that's one of the reasons why having these conversations it is important, right, because we, it's not being talked about, right, like my exactly. mom's on here, and she knows that a couple of years ago, um, I started having issues with cholesterol, right, and mm -hmm. I had a conversation with her, and she was just like, oh yeah, I had it when I was around your age, and your grandmother, and your aunties, and, and I'm sitting here like, now wait a minute, why am I just starting out about this? Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> because in my mind, I'm like, when my cholesterol was high when I was 30, right, and I knew it was high then, I would have taken it more seriously because then I was, I thought I was younger and I could do, you know, do it. <laughs> I'm Okay, 
Let me, I, I've done this long enough, and I should see at least one ad, right? Like, Surely I should have one. <laughs> I should have <laughs> one ad. I, I, listen, at the end of the day, if I can get your arms, which are like Michelle Obama arms, okay? I just need your arms. If I can get your arms, I'd be okay with the rest. Like, I need huh? one, you know, like, I become like I need one part of my body to be like, Okay, but what you're saying is that you already in that right now. Like, mm-hmm. what if, if nothing else changes, what are you going to do? Right. That's a that's a that's a real a sign of one or something. Yes, yeah. Come on, just let's get, yeah. give me one. Um, <laughs> and so something that you said earlier about you know how self doubt shows up. Um, oh my gosh. See, this is what happens. It'd be so random. And these lives, sometimes they throw me off. I can't even remember. So I'm going to go to the next question, but I think we'll come back. Okay. Um, so when we talk about moving and we talk about what we should be doing, um, how often should we be moving? Like, just at the, so, no. So you, now I remember the question. Cause okay, okay. So <laughs> for the person that you said, they, it doesn't look like what they think it should look like, right? Somebody who thinks that they should be doing what they see on TV or what they see on social media or these oh ads God. that keep coming up and you, you know, you're supposed to be doing all of these things. But somebody who they're just starting out, right? Mm-hmm. Like what what would that look like? Just consistent movement. So I don't know why walking has gotten demonized. Like for whatever reason, people think they need to do burpee tuck jumps into a lunge in a four row to lose weight. I don't know. I don't I mean, because when you, when you <laughs> work out, that's what comes out. <laughs> but walking works. Getting your steps in, closing your rings for the people with the Apple Watches, that works. So the biggest thing I always tell people, especially when you're trying to come off the couch, you just need to consistently show up. Consistently show up. Mm-hmm. I did, Um, I was talking to someone just two days ago, and I was like, people confuse being motivated and being consistent. You don't mm-hmm. have to be motivated to be consistent. You yeah. just have to be consistent. You might not feel like it. You might not want to. That's okay. Keep going. So being in constant movement, especially because most of us are sedentary. Now, granted, a lot of people are getting ready to go back to work now. But even still, that's like one or two days a week. Think about how right. active you were before. So being consistent and being active. And don't minimize the small stuff. So mm-hmm. like doing 10 minutes a day, every single day, will give you more results than doing an hour once a week. Yeah. Because it's making those daily deposits. And that 10 minutes will grow to 15. That 15 will grow to 20. Whatever it is, but you have to get some type of activity. And I think it's important for people to do what they enjoy. It is very difficult to do things when you don't like it. Whether that's you doing Zumba, mix it, whatever, with your homegirls. Whether you like to do classes, you like to do YouTube, the Peloton community, whatever your thing is. Do something you enjoy when you're trying to get started. Now, yeah. once you're trying to elevate and get to the next level and you like, I want my body to be X, Y, Z, you might have to do some stuff you don't like. But yeah. just getting out the gate, find something that you really enjoy, be it something you've done before or haven't done, do that thing first. As far as frequency, what's a safe space of how often? I like for my clients to do something every day, starting with walking, getting okay. 10,000 steps. You don't got to get on the floor and be doing all these crunches, all this kind of crazy stuff. You know, talking about the knees. Listen, start with the steps. Trying to find the modified version yeah. of stuff. Hello? Okay? you like, if I get down, can right. I? Right. You know what I'm saying? Who's going to be up? here to get me up? Who's going to be here? Try to, try to set a step goal every single day, starting with that. Because that puts you in constant movement, constant movement, and being hyper-focused on your nutrition as well. That, to me, is the best way to start. Once you get into exercise, find something that you would like, be a group, solo, personal trainer, whatever that looks like, Mm -hmm. and then lock in on that. But the very first thing you have to do is just get moving. Daily. Move daily. And just as an FYI, guys, if you don't have a smartwatch or anything, you can download, like, uh, Ah, on your phone. Most people uh have, uh, you know, smartphones that you should um mm-hmm. and so you can download an app that will track your steps if it doesn't yep. already naturally do it to tell you how many steps you take a day and if you start paying attention to that and you're right being as though that everybody's been home for the last two years what has been comfortable is now like now if you weren't 
And even you think about being home, the people who were going to the gym had to stop going to the gym. The people right. who were working out even in groups, like, you know, you had an indoor uh, facility that you were doing, and then outside, and then now having to move everything in, like, everybody's had to adjust and pivot and to make things, you know, comfortable for them, but they may not have had the same consistency or intensity that they had before. But I definitely think that... Um, you know, what you're saying there, like 10 minutes a day makes a difference, right? Especially when you're coming from, like you said, from the couch, when you ain't done nothing, just right. walking your neighborhood for 10 minutes and then walking back in. That, you know, it ain't going to cost you nothing. You spend 10 minutes. I, and, I, and as a, sometimes I will turn on my watch during like grocery shopping because I'm pushing a cart, right? Mm-hmm. And so then, especially if I'm in Costco and I got the waters, I go oh, to the yeah. get the water first. <laughs> I'm pushing that thing around. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, okay, that's a, it's not a workout, but I, there was some resistance. It's I more was moving. Activity. Exactly. Yeah. It's activity more than you normally do. Exactly. Yeah. That's what's important. So, how does, oh, I think you kind of answered this about how your oh. emotional wellness plays a part in your, your physical health. So if yeah. you are emotionally, um, you, you spoke about it a little bit earlier about like, if you don't feel good, then, or if you don't feel good, you feel like you can't, you know, you don't feel like moving. You don't feel For like sure. doing those things. And so what are, um, what are some things that like, I know you could just get up and do it, right? Sometimes, sometimes like, people would just say like, oh, just, just go do it. But in real life, like, how does your emotional wellness affect your physical health or how can it? Um, it a hundred percent is in control. I don't care who you are, whatever. It is a hundred percent in control. So like I mentioned earlier, I'm a mindset coach too. So I do in my fitness coach and I do mindset. And that's first, mindset, working out, then nutrition, which yeah. nutrition, then working out. Working out is actually last, which people always prioritize because they're in your mindset. That's going to dictate how you show up for the workout. If you show up for the workout, that's mm. going to dictate if you eat right, somebody made me mad. So I'm going to go to the bar. Hennessy yeah. And you thinking you <laughs> you're thinking that's hurting them. You're sabotaging your own goals. Like, yeah. They don't yeah. care about them extra calories you sucking down because you mad at them. Now you're sabotaging your goals and then you get on the scale and then you throwing up your hands and be mad and you're like, oh, I'm over it. So right. like your emotional space, your mental space is literally the barometer of control. How quick or fast you go. If mm. you go, sometimes you know how it is. You feel like you don't want to go. You don't want to go. Yeah. Something's going on. So what I always say, like, write down your why. Write down why you want to be this way. I'm not saying that I don't train women that say, girl, my birthday coming up. Oh, I'm about to get married. Da, da, da. But the women that make real changes with me are the ones that say, I'm tired of waking up in pain. Mm. I'm sick of it. The people yeah. that have literally like a deep why, like I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm tired of going to the playground and I can't even chase behind my kids because I'm out of yeah, I'm sick real. of it. That type of stuff is your driver. So when you sit on the couch and you don't feel like it or somebody wants the tiger wings or whatever the case may be, <laughs> you got to think about your why and say, yeah. what's more important right now? Because my kids depending on me. And I know, like, for your example, like you said, generationally, what's in my family? So if mm-hmm. I don't take care of me, I'm not even going to be able to show with them. I don't want to have to tell them the same story about your mama, your grandmama, your auntie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to be the one carrying that story. So you have to kind of, like, dig deep and figure out why is this important to you right now? Yeah. Right now, what is that? And that's going to be your driver. Yeah. I was going to say another thing, especially because I feel like, you know, we, we both, because I know you all this, you know, um, <laughs> um, like, we you know, when you're operating in purpose, that's another reason, right? Like, I'm a firm believer in that, you know, when I wasn't at my healthiest, and when I say healthiest, I mean mentally, physically, nutritionally, all of those things, emotionally, everything. God cannot use me in the way that he needed to. He's not going to give it to you if you cannot physically carry it. Like, there was a period of time I could not stand without my knees and my ankles swelling up. Wasn't nothing wrong with me. Like, I mean, okay, I got a little extra weight on me or whatever have you. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm asking God, you know, use me. Let me be your vessel. And he like, nah, like, I'm going to need you to get some stuff. So I think that that's a for a lot of women who follow us who are in purpose and you have something greater in store, 
God has to be able to use you. He has yes. to. And if you don't take care of your physical being, yes. you are you cannot do what you're meant to do. You cannot reach the people that you're meant to reach because yep. we sit on the couch yeah okay yeah and another thing i'm gonna just touch on that because i i speak that all the time you have to also consider who is waiting on you to move Ooh. somebody is waiting on you to move even this series you're doing this month you don't know they may not ever comment they may not ever dm but somebody probably listen to every single one yeah. and getting blessed by but what if you didn't do it mm-hmm. and didn't yeah. bring you know, all of these different people from all these different backgrounds. That's another thing, like women in purpose. You can never minimize your impact because everybody's not going to slide in your DMs like, girl, right. oh my God. Come on. Somebody, like I had a young lady reach out to me for a training. She said, I followed you for two months just to see if you would continue to show up and be consistent. Ooh. Ooh. And since you have, I want to work with you. Listen. You never know. You so like, know. if you chilling and you like, it don't matter, I don't care, blah, blah, blah. You don't know who's waiting on you to bless them. You don't know who's waiting. You know what I'm saying? You might sell some type of hair product to somebody that is waiting, you know, haven't mm-hmm. found something that doesn't work for them. And now you chilling. You can't because you don't yeah. feel like it. And that person is waiting on you. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's what drives me. That's what drives me because I know the impact that I have from the person that was able to stop get, taking four different pills the young lady that was waiting to conceive but wasn't able to because her body yeah. wasn't physically able. All of those things, I can't stop. Yeah. I'm not doing yeah. it for me. I'm doing it for them. I'm just right. I'm just being used. You know what I'm saying? What what point is it for me to have these gifts and talents to be killing? That don't Listen, even sound right. It not at all. And what you said about some the person someone is waiting for you, right? They're waiting for you to show up. And um I watched a sermon a couple of weeks ago and um the pastor said i told god i'm not gonna self-sabotage and i felt that in my spirit because so many times we would even if we're talking about physical wellness right when you mm-hmm. know that the thing that god is asking you to do is to get up and walk when he is asking you to connect with that trainer when he's telling you you didn't drove past that gym about 18 times <laughs> or you see people working out walking. Y'all know Sunday, walking walking the bridge walking wherever everybody in this area y'all know where y'all see people walking right, right. and you be like yeah girl go ahead but he's telling you that's where you need to be at and you're steadily saying no nah, i'm not even about to uh i'm not even about to do that i'm not even about to do, i don't feel like it and i'm talking yeah. about cooperating my feelings okay yeah. so i totally get it mm-hmm. um but when we talk about a working in purpose someone's waiting for you to get off of your couch get off of your bed get out of your seat to do what you need to do so that they can do what they need to do i always say mm-hmm. Our obedience is connected to somebody else somewhere. So if you don't do what you're supposed to do, whatever God put in that other person, they can't do it. They and can. then whoever's waiting on the other person's answer is still waiting because you over here thinking about yourself. And so I'm over here and I have to remind myself, Felicia, or oh, I, I, my nickname is Bunny. So mm-hmm. I call myself Bunny. I'm like, Bunny, you cannot self-sabotage. You yep. know, God, you say consistency over motivation. Mm-hmm. Go to the gym. Go walking, go work out, and you always feel better afterwards. Yep, always. You may not feel like feel it in the beginning, but in the end, you be like, "Dang, okay, like I do feel good. I do feel better about myself." And mm-hmm. then you start to notice those other changes that we're talking about. You start to notice the emotional changes. You start to notice how clear your mind is when you are working out and you're focusing on yourself. A lot of times, yep. I feel like. We have a tendency to be focused on everybody else. That's the reason oh, why we're sure. doing it. And I know I was like that for a while. With like, if my friends didn't go, I would be like, well, I don't want to be the only person that working out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And eventually, I had to say, is this about them or you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so you said, um, in okay, Instagram. Instagram. I always want to remind you how long you've been on it. <laughs> how long you've been on that? <laughs> Okay, so, we got it. <laughs> listen, I, I got it. You already told me. Um, so when we talk about um, just getting up and doing, what are some like? Okay, we say walking. What are some other like basic exercises or uh, activities that people can do that maybe 
I think a lot of times people think workout, they think in hit, they think in the intensity stuff, they think in burpees, crawling on the ground, all that stuff. What are some other activities that, um, you know, that can be done? Um, so I hate to minimize exercising, but I'm going to answer this this way. So just basic activities. I always start with walking because you never know anybody's fitness level. Um, try to get, if you can't do something just for like 10 minutes a day, try to get in some type of cardio activity three times a week. Cardio includes anything where you're just doing that consistent thing, just that mm-hmm. thing, whether it's walking, whether it's jogging, it's the elliptical, it's the bike, it's swimming, just that thing. It doesn't require a whole bunch of things. It doesn't require a whole bunch of equipment. You don't even really have to leave your house. You know what I mean? Like this, yeah. this day and age, YouTube University will get you listen, together. You can walk up. Listen, my kids be running up. That's <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay. They have, On they purpose. have That's walking videos. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But um, what I was going to say, one thing I think people minimize is the nutrition. Because okay. that was you can't exercise Thank you. all mm-hmm. day long and not see a change in your body. Like, we all know somebody in our life, whether it's somebody we close to or a distant person that has been going to the gym heavy. She goes yeah. five days a week. Yeah. She has looked the same for the last six years. Why? Because she's eating the same thing and hasn't changed her diet. Yeah. And it's... You it's, really, really got to come for that. No, no. So, like, for me, what I would advise, besides the, you know, daily deposits of just trying to do some type of movement, mm. I would be more self-aware of what you're eating and if you're eating. I find that, especially women like us, that are super busy, they have a lot going on, they don't eat. Mm-hmm. And yes, contrary, to, contrary mm-hmm. to popular belief, that makes you gain weight. People are like, I don't really be eating all that. Like, once a week, <laughs> like, once a day, like, I, for, for real, like, once a I day. I just need lunch. That's it. Listen, coffee, that is coffee, like lunch, and that's that's it. me in the eyeballs. I'm like, oh my gosh. That is the quickest way to gain weight. Like, no. Okay, so I'm going to need you to go away. I, I was <laughs> trying to skip this, but I need you to go into the nutrition part, okay? Because I it, don't nobody like hearing about this part because that's when you really be coming for people. So let's go ahead and talk about the nutrition. I'm I here know, to help. Okay. Come on, come on. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna do nutrition-wise, I'm gonna do yeah, yeah, I'm going to give it to so, Here's the reason why, and let me give background for people that don't have to, like, I eat pretty healthy but since that's yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Hormonal change, hormonal change, so your diet has to change. Okay, so let me say this. Um, I do have a biology background. I can get a little nerdy, but I'm going to make it mm-hmm. super simple, okay? <laughs> so the reason why I make it so much of a big deal to eat three meals a day and the two snacks, so frequency of five, breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner. Why is that so important? What's the big deal? What What's going on? Because your body is like, let's take, take it like a car. You got to put fuel in it. Put mm-hmm. fuel in the car, it drives. When the car starts, you run it, you know, it's a little harder you to put that gas. It's a little slower, yeah. It's a little bit more of a struggle, right? right? So what your body does, when you let it get to eat every time, eat every time, eat every time, your body is like holding on to everything because it's like, I don't know when we're going to get any more gas. I don't know how I'm going to get out of this situation. I need something to sustain. So when you're eating frequently, what your body does is like, oh, we good. I'm going to extract the nutrients, eliminate that. We're going to get some more fuel in a second. Mm-hmm. So you don't have stored fat just hanging out. That's why it's such a big deal of like eating, eating, eating. So even if you're not hungry, maybe you're like, girl, I can't go from one to five. You try me. Like, no. Right. Okay, cool. Do some protein shakes in between there. Do okay. something where you're just getting some type of caloric intake. Maybe do a smoothie. It's a lot easier to drink calories than eat them when you're yeah, actually you not So <laughs> try that. That's that's the first tip on the nutrition. Second thing is the snacking. Like people are like I don't really eat that, and then 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. It's like chips, popcorn, nuts, chips. <laughs> <laughs> then you like I'm hungry for real. I'm not just going. And now it's like. <laughs> you're like, dog, what did you just do? Like, the whole day is gone. So I always tell people, be cautious of your snacks, smart snacking. Have something fresh. Okay, so snack. like a vegetable or fruit. A vegetable or fruit, just something okay. fresh. If it's good till June 2023, <laughs> no. Because even freaking... Some protein bars don't last that long. 
I mean, that's you. The you ain't mine. They did some protein bars with that like three months, and that's it. Wait, I'm not saying that I don't eat pantry snacks. I do eat pantry snacks. But what I am saying is all of your snacks every single day should not yeah, come up with pantry. Yeah. You need some fresh snacks. Whether you're a veggie person and you like to do veggies, whether you're a fruit person, you like to do fruit, or you like to do a combination, have some fresh snacks in there. I think people minimize the snacks. You can have a salad, eat Doritos, eat pretzels, this, that, and you're like, yeah, come on, like, what's happening? Somebody somewhere has some something that's good, good to good for yeah, yeah. I mean, and even when you think about that, you think about the fact that if it's good that long, like, what's in it? It make it last that long. Like, I'm just, you know, like, that's where my Seriously. brain starts to go to. That's Seriously. why I stopped eating McDonald's after I found enough YouTube videos. I'm like, right, yes, and you could have just eaten the meal. That's what I always say. People try to be modest, especially at the end of the day. It's like, no, I did real good. I'm just going to eat this little salad, and the salad is this big. And then, like, 30 minutes later, you're like, okay, I'm just going to have one such and such. And then one, it's like, girl, no, eat a real meal. That's what I tell people after they work out, they feel good, they worked out. I'm going to go to Tropical Smoothie. Just give me a smoothie. You need a meal. Yeah. You need food. You need yeah. food. Because you want to eat that smoothie. And then you want, and then, and then, and then, and then. It's like, just eat a meal. Yeah. It's okay. Heavy on the protein, heavy on the veg. You'll be good to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. See? And Bree is saying that she eat. I eat in the middle of the night. <laughs> See? And that's, but those are the things that end up happening. She tried to buy snacks. Her son's like, it's hard to eat when you're a night out, too. That's another topic in yeah. itself. That is okay. Weird. So, for people like that, okay, wait, let me go back to the son situation. It's an unpopular opinion you don't want to hear. Just okay. because you buy for him, you don't got to eat it. Okay, sorry, Patrice. Listen, you, you, got, you got to make hard decisions. What is more important for me to button that top button and feel good about it? Or yeah, that's more snacks. Like, I'm certain things I give grace. Certain things you gotta just hard But that's the, and that's the reason hard why that is the reason why we listen to you, right? Because you gotta <laughs> you gotta take it. But I will also say to that, right? That also because I'm I'm being in this phase of my own health journey, like they can eat what you eat too. Like they they that they can so eat true. what you too, and I've had to switch over with what they eat, and I'm like, no, mommy's eating this, and you know. Eventually, they get used to it, and they, I'm like, y'all can't eat that. It's fine. Eat that. Yeah. You know, giving yeah. them more protein, giving them more fiber, all yeah. of those things, saying, you're going to go ahead and eat this. Eat this fruit. Eat this exactly. apple. And, and I buy fruit, and I don't even eat fruit because I'm allergic. So that's what you're going to have. That's not to say we don't have chips. That's not to say that we don't have popcorn. Yeah. But I try. No, they don't fight me. They, yeah. they And then, and then um, the mommy teacher, you can also make. One of my girlfriends, I introduced this to her. You can also make your own kind of like trail mix for your kids. And then you that way you can have pop your healthy stuff and some stuff that they like. So, for example, you can get like popcorn, like some 35 calorie popcorn or something like that. Something that's healthy that you can snack on. And then maybe like some mixed nuts or something like that. Throw some maybe like some M&Ms in there for them. It's maybe yeah. like chocolate or something like that. Make them little snack bags. But you still have some stuff for yourself too. Like it's not, it's not difficult. You just have to be creative with certain yeah. stuff. Like Pinterest is great for stuff like that. All that. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of fuse them in together. Maybe they get the little, you know, fruit snacks or whatever. But you also pair it with, or maybe get some fruit or something like yeah. that. Like my sister has four children. Like it's some Doritos up in the house. Like let's be honest. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like okay. it's certain stuff coming up in the crib. Like we not yeah. doing all that. You know. But, but I think it's also where we can just cut up fruit and we eat fruit. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I think that is a part we talked about this earlier about generational choices. This is when you start making different choices so that your kids yeah. show up differently for their kids and they grow up eating differently and not doing having the same being in the same situation. We are waiting until you know I, I'm in my forties, so wait until you in your forties to get your life right. I yeah. want you to be in your 20s and eat healthy. And I want you to be, you know, or not even eat healthy, but, like, make better decisions, right? Yep. Because at the yep. end of the day, you can have what you want. Like, there's nothing wrong with having the candy or having it. It's in moderation. Absolutely. In, you, it just can't be all the time. And I think right. what happens is, is that, like you said, with that starvation thing, because I was, you know, I, I definitely was in that category for a very long time. When you're hungry, you eat whatever you see. 
And my, my go-to used to be a Pepsi and a Kit Kat. That is not. <laughs> and then I'll be like, I wasn't hungry no more. But that's not food. That is not. No one inside in four years, okay? I know. <laughs> Definitely good to put June 2023. Yes. So when you but but I noticed the difference when like you said when I did start eating and I would get yogurts and I would um make sure that I was like okay I'm gonna have a salad I'm gonna add protein even with my kids like they eat in the um the the doctor pediatrician actually suggested this to me was let them have whatever cereal they want to have mm-hmm. in a moderate amount and to give them a bull egg. There you go. And That's then that she was like, they would have diet. their protein. Yeah, yeah. they would have yeah. their protein, and then they still get to have their cinnamon toast crunch. Like, because they feel kids. Like, it's, yeah. we don't want to yeah. punish them. And we don't but here, add, add to this. So, And we um, don't want to demonize food to children, too. Like, oh, that's yeah. bad. That's bad. Yeah. Don't have yeah. that. That's bad. Because then they want it. You know what I'm saying? It's just, we the same way. You said we, we can have it, and then we like, oh, I want it more. So you don't want to like demonize things. It's like, okay, let's do a variety. Or like, I know my, exactly. my brother does, the, his kids drink water during the week and they can have like only a soda or juice on a weekend or something like that. Like, you know, and now they be at a whole cookout like, can I have a water? And they're like, who can't? <laughs> who can't? Who can't? It's Capri Sun. They asking for water, you know, but they, I mean, when you, when you know what you know, that's what you know. So I'm not ever saying that. Right. And I'm not saying there's a point where I don't eat, you know, off-plan, because I don't like to say cheat meals, off-plan, but it's all in moderation. It's yeah. all in moderation. I tell people all the time, I love candy, and I eat candy. Point blank, period. Not every day, <laughs> but I like but, it, and I eat it. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, somebody, uh, Tiffany eggs, it, it's hard to, um, when you're a night owl, so we were going to talk about yeah. um, being a night owl and eating when you up at night. Okay, so it's two things how this could flesh out. So, I always try to encourage people to have like an eating window. So if you wake up later okay. and then you go to bed later, your eating window is kind of shifted. I'm the polar opposite. So I get up at 4.30. So I ain't waiting for 9 o'clock to eat. That ain't happening. We right. eat about 6.30, 7 o'clock at the latest. You know what I mean? So if you're getting up, you know, later and you're up at later at night, it's fine. The only big thing you got to be cautious of is eating and then going straight to bed. So let's say mm-hmm. you go to bed at midnight. You want to be done. Oh, she said she wake up early and go to bed late. Oh, oh okay. So yeah, I, I I've lived that life before. Okay, so this is what you gotta do. <laughs> you you have to go heavy protein later at night because what's gonna happen oh. is you're gonna you don't want those fats and carbs to be sticking with you. I used to be the same way when I was when we were at the studio. Um, yeah. Uh huh. My first client was at five in the morning. Sometimes my last client, I didn't leave the gym to close to like nine thirty, ten o'clock. So I was oh, up yeah, like my, uh, my forever. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so what I would, I, I feel you, sis. So what I would do when I got home is make egg whites and spinach and bacon because that's pretty much like all protein. All protein. So uh, avoid like the pantry snacks with the saturated fat and all that other kind of junky, messy stuff. Find some heavily protein food items that are easy for you. So one thing I used to do, I would boil some eggs and then just eat a couple of boiled eggs or something like that because that's just mm-hmm. like heavy protein. protein. Yeah, um, yeah. Exactly. Instead of eating like traditional jerky because it's so salty, I would like make some bacon and then like have snack on just like two pieces of bacon or three pieces of bacon. So I'm not saying like don't eat because that's ridiculous. You won't fall out. You need your fuel. But make sure that you're going heavy protein. Oh, you could do eggs. Yeah, I'm plant-based. I don't eat eggs anymore either. Actually, don't even eat bacon. Um, shakes late night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shakes are, shakes are totally fine. So, for you, um, be cautious of, like, the meat substitutes um, in that space of trying to go protein. I would go more of, like, plant-based shake or, like, plant-based, um, what's it called, protein bar, something like that mm. to go in your heavy protein. I don't know if you do fish or not. Um, canned tuna for some people is a struggle, but it's a good option. It's a good option. It's very healthy. People, I don't know, like bodybuilders eat canned tuna. Like, I, I mean, just, people, I don't, people I don't, be like, ah, ah, ah. I just, if it ain't, I can't, no, it is, there's no, no, I'm good. Okay, yeah, I do fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, go heavy on. You can still do, you know, the fish and stuff like that. But later at night, just be cautious of what it is, and then make sure you kind of cut your eating off at least two hours before you go to bed. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a tuna fish person. I'll eat fish, but I'm not a tuna fish person. Yeah. No, but I think this was great because I, like, there's days where I have the same, you know, same thing. Like, I get up early, you got to do what you need to do for the kids, you go about your day, and then, you know, I may, like, I have an alarm in my phone that 8 o'clock is the last time I eat just on this protocol. Now. But then I'd be up to, like, midnight or one in the morning, and I'd be hungry, right? Mm-hmm. And so, what you're saying that it's like, okay, well, get a shake. Like, I don't even, usually what I do is I just don't have nothing. And in the morning, I'll be starving. Like, eat the whole my world. Stomach, yeah. That's and, I, and I just feel like, oh, I just got, I just got to eat. Um, I would also say to you all, something that has helped me is uh, meal prepping. And that's been a, a lifesaver to me because if it is, if it is prepped, then I don't have to worry about it. And I, I usually make the right decisions because it's mm-hmm. already, already ready for yep. me and yep. it's it makes it so much easier and yeah. sometimes for some people that's not always reasonable so i always tell people have a fail safe like i keep um like frozen broccoli in my fridge mm-hmm. in my freezer i am like a fresh produce person i'm like how you feel about tuna i'm like frozen food <laughs> like what? i'm one of those I, frozen I spinach food. is the bomb I but <laughs> i always keep that in my refrigerator because i'm like what's what's my worst case scenario I need a oh, worst yeah. case scenario type of situation. So whomever it is, whether it be frozen, whatever your jam is, always have something that's a fail safe because you may not always have time to cook or prep like that. Yeah. But you don't ever want to be in a situation where you, you know, Uber eat for the whole house fifty dollars later or something like that. Yeah. Everybody going to Chick fil A or something like that. So always have like a fail safe. I mean don't do that Chick-fil-A. I don't have no beef with Chick fil A. <laughs>
Will you lose weight? In most cases, yes, if you do it correctly. Um, however, it is adding so much fat to your diet. The long-term side effects for the short-term gain, I don't feel it's advantageous. Um, yeah. What else is out there? There are um, juice cleanses. People do juice cleanses a lot. Yeah. I don't... Um, I don't, I'm not mad at juice cleanses. I think they are good for your entire body. Um, not just, obviously, because you drop a bunch of water weight, you can lose, like, you know, five to seven pounds really, really yeah. quickly. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to get into ketosis. I'm going to get into ketosis.
moving around like right said, for some people it works and for some people but if you want sustainability and then you want a lifestyle change and you want to be able to teach your kids differently so that that's generation generational health, right? And that's the same thing when Tonda said last week. We we talk about generational wealth, but generational health as well. For you sure. can't you can't take these quick fixes and say do that. that yeah. They might not even be in twenty years. Then what you supposed to be doing? Like then we got to be doing something else. So something else. Um, so you you did real good today, Patrice. Because normally you be going all the way in. I'm so proud of you. And me, it's because I'm a guest. You know what I'm saying? On my own, I don't twirl around my page. I'm a She's gonna let you know, okay? Y'all, you go ahead if you ain't following her. Go ahead and follow her so she can give you the real, okay? Thank you for being nice over here. All right? <laughs> yes, I'm being so, nice. I'm being kind. What is? Uh, thank you. We appreciate that. Okay, you gave us enough though. You gave us enough that we gonna get our. Get up. Uh-huh. I was back at seven thirty. Uh-huh. That's what the clock say. And 
and you just in there looking through the glass, waiting for her to come out, and she out there like she was, but she was taking care of herself, and I don't exactly. know where where it got lost that we had to sacrifice what we needed for ourselves mm-hmm. to take care of our kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, will there be some times that you do have to sacrifice for things for yourself, for your kids? But for if sure. your kids can go with you or they can see you doing it, like, bring them along in the journey. Absolutely. Let them see Absolutely. you. Let's walk with them. My kids, yep. they'll, they'll walk with me. Like, mm-hmm. can we go to the gym? Can we go? I'm not going to the gym, but walk outside. And, you know, you allow them to do it and take care of you. But you are absolutely right. We cannot keep saying we do not have the time. Right. When you're, and I know y'all on here, because y'all are on Instagram. It say you be on Instagram for at least two and a half hours. Exactly. And that's just one and a half. That's just one and a half. That's just one app. Right. If you are up on, if your DVR, you up on everything on your DVR, because you have time. I'm going to need you to listen. You're you're (laughs) talking about all of this. You're current. You're recommending shows to friends. You have time. Oh, you are coming to me today. I always tell people, don't bring me in. If you want me in, listen, I'm in. You don't get to kind of halfway do me. Yeah. You can go all the way in, all the way. You cannot. You have to make a decision and make your decision realistic. Don't go for broke. Don't go pick up five gallon jugs and now you gallon water. You ain't drank a bottle of water the day before. No. <laughs> no. Start with three. Work yeah. your way up. I'm going to do three bottles of water today. And if I do that consistently for seven days, then I add one more bottle. One you more don't bottle. go from yeah. 32 ounces to 100. That's not realistic. Like yeah. When I say make your goals, I'm not saying make them to the point that you can't reach them. I'm saying make them to the point that you know you can commit. Yeah. No question yeah. asked. Maybe you need to get up before your kids get up. That's the only time you have to yourself. And maybe that's your 10 minutes or your 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. But make a decision and don't make excuses. Yeah, no, that's real. I think uh, two things I was going to say that you said someone else said that they needed accountability. One of the things that I tell my clients is when you ask that person for accountability, you need to be specific about what you want them to say. It's yep. one thing for me to say, hey, Patrice, I want you to hold me accountable for um, making sure I go to the gym in the morning. And then she say, okay. And then you need to tell her when, when, when I tell you what time to call me, I need you to ask me. Did you go and if you didn't, why not? And then I'm going to tell you why I didn't go to the gym. That's true accountability. Accountability ain't exactly. somebody sending you a text like, is this you good? Did you go today? And then that's the end of the conversation. No. Right. Accountability is like, why didn't you show up? Because then you have to tell the truth. But if you're not willing to tell the truth, then don't even ask for the, I tell you, don't ask me to ask you. Don't yeah. ask me for accountability because you're not yeah. going to because if, um, if I hold you accountable, you're going to be like, I don't even know why I told her. Why I didn't say anything to her? Because she's just going to keep at, oh, you told me by 10 o'clock you were going, oh, okay. Just yep. don't even worry about it. And then the second thing I was going to say was um, setting realistic expectations. When you set unrealistic expectations for yourself or for other people, you will fail. If they unrealistic, you will fail, period. Mm-hmm. So don't set yourself up by doing something that you know goodness well you is not about to walk run five miles every day that's right. a lie right you learn to yourself right so then you already said yourself dang i ain't gonna get them five miles every day right no and you was never gonna get them five miles. and then you just hit on something too that i always tell my clients you have to make your goal specific when people come to me and i'm in that conversation i'm like what's your goal i just want to feel better what does that look like yeah, Tell me what feel yeah. better looks like. I need you to describe it so much so that I'll be able to see it and you not even be able to tell me. Because mm-hmm. if you don't know where you're going, like, I just want to be healthy, okay? What does that look like? Drill yeah. it down, drill it down, drill it down. Kind of like you were saying with the accountability partner. Drill it down when you make your goal so it's extremely specific. Yeah. Every morning, I'm going to wake up at 7 a.m. and meditate for 10 minutes. During my meditation, I'm going to read my Bible it has to be something specific and tangible so that I can look and see, like, okay, that's it. Not just, I just want to get back to myself. Yeah, yeah. It's very general. It's, what is it's that? It's very general. Yeah. So it has to be specific for it to be attainable. Yeah. No, that is so good. So, man. Patrice, you the bomb. Oh, thank you. Thank you. If y'all have any questions,
y'all better drop them in within like the next 60 seconds in real right. life. We answer some <laughs> we answer some questions. I try to keep this an hour, but however the Lord moves it, we gonna go. Um, but no, this was great. I'm always grateful for you giving us the real because that's what you need, right? We don't yeah. need no fluff. Like you can watch these, you know, infomercials. You can watch these stuff on social media, and people will tell you how fast something could happen at a cost, right? It is uh-huh. going to cost you something. May cost you a little. May cost you a lot. But it's mm-hmm. all going to cost you, right? Yeah. Your health is going to cost you in one way or another. So you either mm-hmm. going to pay the price now to get healthy or you're gonna pay the price later when you ain't healthy like paying, them, like paying for all that medication and medical you paying for that medication and but like you got that's again that's your choice you have mm-hmm. to decide and so if y'all don't walk away with nothing else from, from today is that the choice is yours period you can give it this or you can give man i'm sorry song popped in my head <laughs> okay <laughs> but <laughs> but you have a choice to make and you need to make the choice for yourself for your family, for your kids, for your kids' kids. That is my goal. Like, I want to see my great-grandchildren. Exactly. The only way that's possible is for me to be able to see my children grow and then my grandchildren grow, right? Mm -hmm. And so that starts here and now. And it's never too late, y'all. I want you to know it's never too late. You can't say, oh, I'm this age, I'm this weight, I'm this size. It is never too late to start. Like, don't, don't let nobody tell you that. Start today, start tomorrow, yeah. whenever. Thank you so much, Patrice, for You're joining welcome. us. Thank, Thank you for, for having always. me. You are so welcome. I'm, I'm just, you know, you you just, you are resident body bully. You already know that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always today, here for you. Call me Look, anytime. If we need somebody to, to give it to us real, I'm going to be like, uh, Patrice, listen, we need to go ahead and tell the people what it is yeah. so they will already know, okay? <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, You guys. All right, y'all. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slaying Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.